Welcome to the Spiritual Teamwork Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Crenshaw. Welcome back. This week we're talking about the law of love and how we can love ourselves because God loved us first. You know, I need this just as much as anyone else because I need to learn that I love myself through God. And I hope it will help you as well. So what is the law of love? Well, you probably know it better as the great commandment found in Matthew 22, Mark 12, Luke 10, but originally found in the book of Deuteronomy. Some Pharisees came up and they were asking Jesus about what the greatest commandment is. And Jesus answered them saying, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. The second most important commandment is like this one. And it is, love others as much as you love yourself. All the law of Moses and the books of the prophets are based on these two commandments. This is the first and most important commandment. You know, I use this verse a lot in my life because as I said in the beginning, I'm trying to learn this myself. But I want to take a different view than most of the views that I've heard. Because I think one of the most important parts of this is love your neighbor as yourself. I bet I've heard this 20 or 30 times in sermons. And only one I can remember on loving ourselves. That's mainly because most Christians don't believe it. We know we need to love God and we know we need to love our neighbors. But what we don't know is how to love ourselves. We come up with some self-depreciating, quasi-humble, I'm not worthy. And that's not what the Bible says. Yes, we're supposed to have a proper sense of ourself. But the implication is obvious. If we don't love ourselves, we can't love our neighbors. But as Christians, we want to talk about ourselves like we're dirt or worms or worm dirt or worse. But that's not how God sees us. He says that while we were yet sinners, God made us and he made us a little lower than himself. Psalm 8, 5 says, You made us lower than yourself, and you have crowned us with glory and honor. That's from the CEV. God didn't create us to feel unworthy. We get those feelings from years of telling ourselves we're bad, which is what I did, or other people telling us we're bad, which is what a lot of us have in our lives. When we get chrismated into the Orthodox Church, you get a new name, just like Saul who became Paul after his conversion. I took the name of St. Moses the Black, because he was the baddest dude I could find. But deep down, I also knew that if God could heal a thief and a scoundrel like Abba Moses, he could heal me. This was born of my low self-esteem. I just wasn't good enough. In his book, Healing for Damaged Emotions, David Siemens gives four things that low self-esteem can cause. He says that low self-esteem paralyzes your potential. He says that God grieves over this, and very few people overcome this haunting self-doubt. It seems to settle in like a great fog. He references the story of the talents in Matthew 25 and how the servant with one talent was paralyzed with fear and feelings of inadequacy so bad that he couldn't decide what to do, so he just buried his talent. Second, low self-esteem destroys your dreams. In the prophecy of Joel 2.28, he says, then afterwards, I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Seaman says that the Holy Spirit helps us dream the dreams God has for us. But our feelings of unworthiness snatch them away. Third, low self-esteem ruins your relationships. 
Think about your relationship with God. He says that if you feel inferior, you will think God must not love or care for you. After all, he made you, so he must have made you this way. This will also lead to our relationships with others. If we don't like ourselves, then we can't like other people. He says this, If you have low self-esteem, you ask another human being to do for you what no other person can do, to make you feel adequate and able, when you're already convinced that you are inadequate and unable. Finally, low self-esteem sabotages our Christian service. What's the first thing people say when you ask them to serve in the church? I can't insert excuse here. If you've ever worked in church ministry, you know this is true. Siemens says that our low self-esteem robs God of a marvelous chance to show off. Go back to the parable of the talents. We don't give God a chance to multiply our gifts if we're too afraid to use them. If we're burying ourselves or burying our talents or not allowing God to use them, we're just robbing him of a chance. We create what Thomas Merton called the false self. Our false self is a projection of who we think the world wants to see or who we want the world to see us as. But our false self is a wall that blocks God's love from getting in and us from sharing his love with others. It's a barrier that separates us from God and the people around us. This isn't what God wants from us. God died so that we may have life and have it more abundantly. God not only died for us, he lives in us so that we can be united with him because he loves us and wants a relationship with us. You know, we have to be willing to let him change us. It's not about us. It's about him. So how do we start? Remember that you're not a bad person. You're a good person who may have made bad choices, but you're not bad. The Orthodox Church doesn't even teach original sin like the Western Church does. Yes, we feel the effects of Adam's sin, but we're not responsible for it. You can't go to hell for what someone else did. God told Jeremiah, I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. Before you were born, I set you apart and appointed you as my prophet to the nations. While God's not speaking directly to us here, we can be sure that if he knew Jeremiah, he knows us. Because Paul reaffirms this in Ephesians, he says this, For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus, so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. You are God's masterpiece. We are God's masterpiece. I want you to look in the mirror tomorrow morning knowing that you are God's masterpiece and that he has had a plan for you all along. The second thing you can do is talk to someone. Talk to anyone. None of us need to go it alone. If that means talking to your pastor or priest or an outside help, then do it for your own sake. Sharing our burdens is what Christians are supposed to do. Today we're so separated that we all try to go it alone, and that doesn't work. That's not what Christian community is about. Let your false self down and let other people in. We need each other now more than ever. If you're struggling with this, I'm going to recommend picking up the workbook for Healing for Damaged Emotions. I can tell you from personal experience, it will help you begin to let God in and heal you. This book has been a godsend for me. As always, I hope this podcast has been helpful. Next week, we'll talk about loving our neighbors and maybe even loving our family. And God knows we can use more love right now. Thanks for listening. See you next week.